This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm excited this week. This is a good week. I'm really excited because one, first of all, I can't believe we're coming up on four years of podcasting in January, literally a couple weeks away from our anniversary. And I got some fire dropping, by the way. So I just need y'all to know that the anniversary podcast around that time in January we're taking things to another level and I'm just really excited about it. But I'm also happy because Anchor Media, we just launched our first physical product. So we have a planner. It's called The Profitable Podcast, which is the brand in which we do all of our trainings under um, The Profitable Podcast by Anchor Media Presents The Planner. Now, this planner is not just a place where you go and you write in dates and you highlight and you put stickers in. That's cool. But when it comes to podcasting, there's work that has to be put into strategically planning your show so that you're putting out a show that's positioned for profit, a show that's making impact and a show that's making income. So this planner is actually a hybrid between a workbook and a planner. And it allows you to work through all the activities that you need to do in order to position your show for profit. Um, and then we provide the space for you to make that happen like all of the resources that you need to build a profitable podcast are in this planner in addition to the planner it comes with actually an online resource suite where you'll have access to all of the things that are in the planner but in a digital version so some things are just a lot easier digitally and so we are offering that with everybody who purchases the planner if you go to anchormedia.com planner you'll see all the details about it you can get on our pre-sale list we're opening up the list for sales only to those who sign up for the pre-sale list first. So if you want access to this, you have to go to anchormedia.com slash planner to sign up for the pre-sale list. Once we sell out, we sell out. 
we won't be selling anymore until next year. So if you are planning to launch a podcast, if you have a podcast, if you're trying to figure out how to stay organized with your show, we have an episode planner or episode outline in the planner. So where you could plan out each episode, it lays flat so that as you are recording, you could look and keep yourself on track. Literally everything that you need is in this product. So again, anchormedia.com slash planner to sign up for the pre-sale list. The planners are $59.99. So if you know anybody who has a show, wants to start a show, we're right here um, in the holiday season. So get that for them. All the planners ship out in January. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about marketing. So the last few weeks, y'all, we've been snatching edges. It's been a lot going on in the blessed and bossed up world. Like the last few, all these part ones and part twos have been a lot. And I know it might've been a lot for y'all. Y'all send me DMs and I see the Instagram post that you tagged me in and all of that. And I know y'all have been edgeless listening to the show the last few weeks. And I have too. I've been listening back to a lot of the episodes and I'll be like, Dang, God, like you ain't had to do all that though. Like my little feelings be hurt and it's my voice. But um, we've been really going in over the last few weeks. But here we are in December, the last month of this year. We're going to talk about over the next few weeks some business stuff. Now, y'all know how we roll. If Holy Spirit say, yeah, 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 sis, nah, we got to go in one more time. That's what we finna do. But for right now, at this moment, I'm going to say we're going to talk about business um, the next few episodes, but we'll see how that goes. Today's episode, we're going to specifically talk about marketing. We're going to be talking about how to create a marketing plan that never misses. We are just wrapping up Thanksgiving. uh, What is it? Black Friday, Small Business Saturday. Cyber Monday, all of these places where a lot of people have been launching things, putting things on sale, introducing stuff. This is, has been the biggest, and we're coming up on Christmas. This has been the biggest e-commerce year, I want to say ever. I mean, don't fact check me on that, but if not ever, then a very long time. This has been a huge time for e-commerce. And even with the uncertainty of the economy and things of that nature, we've seen a lot of people realize how important it is, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, to have multiple streams of income. And I want to give you guys the tools that you need to where you're launching things and you're not launching on deaf ears. I know a lot of you guys may even be disappointed with the sales and things that you've made in this cycle, but it's not the time to be defeated. It's just the time to regroup. So today we're going to be talking about marketing. For you guys that don't know, my background is in marketing. I have a master's in business. I'm a digital marketing expert. Um, I've done marketing in a bunch of different forms over the last six years. That's my area of expertise is one of the things I get the most joy besides God out of talking about. So we're about to go in. Y'all ready? If you do not have a notebook and pad, pause. I'm on Instagram live right now, so y'all can't technically pause, but run real quick. Um, get a, a notebook, get a pen, but we're about to have a marketing lesson because I want, as you continue to sell, because again, if you're, if you did not get the sales that you wanted to, wanted to get, this is not the time to quit. It's just the time to regroup. So get something to write these things down, but I'm going to give you about nine tips. We'll see if we can get through these in one episode, uh, because I do want to talk about something different next episode, but I'm going to give you nine tips 
for you to make sure that your marketing plan doesn't miss. Okay, first tip, keywords are king. Again, keywords are king. If you are selling anything online, you need to make sure that whatever you're selling is able to be found by the consumers who are looking for your type of content. And that's where keywords come in because keywords allow you to make sure things like your website or whatever it is you're posting is search engine optimized so that when people are looking for your type of content, you're ranking higher. Another reason why this is very important, especially going into the new year, is the way that um, voice search is going. Like voice search is getting bigger and bigger. And when I say voice search, I mean things like Siri. So if you have an Apple phone, you can say, Siri, tell me what type of podcast or Siri, I want to listen to the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. It'll pop up. Or I can say, Siri, how can I start a podcast? And it'll pop up. So it's my job as someone who sells podcasting uh, products and services to make sure that when somebody says, hey, Siri, how do I start a podcast? Anchor Media needs to come up. And the way that we do that is through keywords. A lot of you, a lot of you guys found this podcast wherever it is that you found it. And a part of the reason why you were able to find us when searching for this type of content is because of how we prioritize keywords. So my titles are the way that they are for a reason in the episode, right? One thing that we're doing in the new year is getting all of our episodes transcribed and putting them on our website. We're redoing the website and we're going to put the episodes up there so that when people are looking for how to create a marketing plan, they should be able to find this episode. And the great thing about them finding this episode is they find this podcast and they ultimately find God because that's the bigger mission that we have here, right? But we have to be strategic in our marketing. And the way that you do that again is make sure that you know what keywords you need to use. Google has a keyword planner. It's absolutely free. Um, you can go in there and search the type of keywords. I This can be a lot. So for you guys that are like, okay, Tatum, this is outside of my wheelhouse. It's free. They have a ton of guides, YouTube videos, like do what it is that you have to do. Um, invest in people where this is their expertise so they so that they can do a um, keyword search for you. Like if you're thinking about how to budget for the new year and where you should be spending money as far as marketing goes, a great place to spend money is hiring um, some type of expert who knows how to search keywords for you and will be able to give you relevant keywords. So then when it comes to let's say your podcast, you know exactly what you should title your podcast in order to be found. You know what words, what ID3 tags and metadata that you need to add to your podcast so that you're searchable. If you are a boutique owner, you need to know how to describe your products so that people who are looking for red dresses to wear on Valentine's Day know they find you because you've positioned your um, product descriptions based on your language in a way to be found from those who are looking for that those type of products or that type of content. This episode is brought to you by Woven. Woven is the all-in-one calendar perfect for busy people. It brings all your calendars in one place and powers them up with awesome scheduling tools. Woven syncs all of your calendars in one place so your Google, your G Suite, your Microsoft 365 accounts all so that you can see all of your time both personal and professional. 
Woven builds scheduling links directly into your calendar so that you can use both one-off scheduling links and published scheduling links. You can even create group polls if you need to to find the best time for several people's schedules. You can quickly time block your week using Woven's smart templates so that you can plan your perfect week. Woven also has built-in analytics so that you can calculate where you spend your time so that you can make time for what matters most. Try Woven Premium for free for 21 days at usewoven.com slash blessed. Again, that's usewoven.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. So again, as content creators, because content is a huge aspect of marketing. Content is extremely important and you should always be creating content and make sure that you use those keywords so that you know what to call the content. You know how to describe the content. You know what language you need to be using. So again, some of you guys, if you put anything out during this shopping season, or you plan on putting anything out during the shopping season, or you plan on putting anything out in the new year, you need to prioritize finding the keywords that's going to get your stuff found. And I think like a lot of times these days, everybody is looking at consumer behavior from one lens to the point where it's like, oh, everybody's online. Everybody is e-commerce is the thing. E-commerce is the thing. We need to sell, sell, sell. You're ab- they're absolutely right. E-commerce is where you need to be, but don't focus so much on how much you need to sell to where you're missing the opportunity or you're not prioritizing the way that you should, making sure that your content is standing out in this e-commerce influx. So what I mean by that is, yes, a lot of people are going to buy online, which means a lot of people are going to sell online, which means, yes, there are a lot of buyers, but there are also a lot of of sellers and a lot of competition that you have to stand out from in order to get that sale. I was even looking, um, I like to spend money with specifically, I like to spend money with black owned, black women owned businesses. That's not to say I don't pay for anybody else. Cause I do, but I love to look for black women owned businesses to support. So for example, um, I needed a new computer bag. I bo- broke the strap to my target bag and I wanted a new computer bag, but I wanted one that was I wanted to find someone that was a black woman owned business that sold bags that were big enough to fit my computer. I found a couple, but a lot of them were sold out. I needed one that was right then and there. I ended up buying from Raven who just launched a bag line. It's called Andi Official, A-U-N-D-I Official on Instagram. And I ended up buying one of her bags because I needed the bag and she was a black woman owned business. So that was perfect for me. Now, for you, whatever it is that you're selling, again, make sure that you are positioned to be found. So just as you're creating, creating, creating to make money with this influx in e-commerce, you also need to make sure that you're investing in your marketing so that you can stand out. So that was number one. Keywords are king. Number two, at all times, it needs to be in your marketing plan to where you're collecting and analyzing data. Anytime you're shooting in the dark, your marketing is just not going to work. And if it does work, you don't know why it works. So you're not going to know how to make it work again. (laughs) So you need to always be collecting and analyzing data. When I offer you guys things on the podcast, so if I put, if I say, hey, y'all, the scriptures that I mentioned in this episode are going to be in the show notes where you can download them, I'm doing, I'm collecting data. I'm learning who in my audience is interested 
in that type of content. When I talk about podcasting on here and I send you guys somewhere, I'm now learning who on in my audience is interested in that. So when it comes time to um, create any type of product to release, I'm not shooting in the dark. So if I know that I did an episode on how to, how to have a business meeting with God and that gave me a whole bunch of emails, a whole bunch of interest, my numbers are telling me and my data is telling me that this is a need for my audience, then I know that if I'm thinking of creating another product, it needs to be under something that involves that because my audience based off the data is telling me that that's what I need. And what that does, excuse me, that's what they need. So what that does is that prevents me from spending time, money and resources to creating something that nobody wants. I'm using the data now and, and the numbers to tell me what I need to create. And that increases my chances of my marketing being effective. So again, you need to always collect and analyze data when it comes to our social media, right? Y'all see, we put a lot of content out on all of uh, my pages. So Anchor Media, Tatum Tamia, Blessed and Bossed Up. We have our YouTube channels. We put out a ton of content. One thing that me and my marketing manager do is we meet the 15th of every month because one thing that I know about marketing is I'm not going to wait to get it wrong to make the adjustment. I need to analyze what's going on and course correct in the middle of the month so that I don't spend a whole 30 or 31 days doing something that isn't working. If there's something that's telling me it needs to be adjusted early on, then that's what we're going to do. One thing that we learned, I'll give you an example. When we had our meeting, we start, we were testing out content on, we were going back and forth between my page and blessed and bossed up to kind of see what people were responding to. So we posted like a recipe or something or on blessed and bossed up page. And then I'm always posting cooking things and stuff like that. And, um, on my page, so what we realized is people are very engaged with like the cooking and the lifestyle stuff on my page. But when we try to insert that into the blessed and bossed up page, it doesn't really stick like that because that's not what that audience is interested in there. They're interested in faith and they're interested in business. So that gave us the knowledge we're launching an app. I was getting ready to launch the app under blessed and bossed up, but based off of assessing the data that we had, that wouldn't have been wise because the app is heavily um, lifestyle based. So it's, a, it's about faith. It's about business, but it's about the whole life as well. And so we Realize that the people who are on my audience at Tatum Tamia audience, that those people are interested in that more so than those on the Blessed and Bossed Up audience. And so because of that, we're like, okay, instead of launching the app under Blessed and Bossed Up, we're going to launch it under Tatum Tamia. If I hadn't have made that decision and I would have just launched the app, I might have been upset because it may not have reached the numbers I wanted to reach or be as successful as I wanted it to be. And it's not because the app isn't going to be great because it's about to be lit. <laughs> and we got a lot of, I'm excited about the marketing we're doing for the app, but nevertheless, the app is going to be fantastic, but it would have been, but we would have been missing the mark if we didn't pay attention to what our data is telling us. So you have to always collect data. Even in those meetings, we go over social media. So she shows me the top posts on uh, all of our pages. And she'll tell me like, okay, this post performed the best. Your audience seemed to really like this. And that tells us when it's time to create the content calendar for the following month, the type of content that we need to stay away from and the type of content that we need to lean into. This episode is supported by the team at Vistaprint. 
And this holiday, Vistaprint is all about helping you create one-off custom gifts that are so personal they can never be regifted. Personally, when I get gifts, I like things that are customizable for myself. If it's something general and just random or something that everybody can get, I can just buy it for myself. But when it comes to getting a gift from someone, I want something that is customizable, something that is specific to me and something that I can't just give away at the next white elephant game. Vistaprint specializes in unregiftable gifts, gifts so unique and personal that you wouldn't dream of passing them on. One of a kind gifts like custom mugs and canvas prints, photo books and wall calendars. They're the kind of thoughtful gifts you really can't wait to give because they spark so much surprise and joy. At Vistaprint, you can also create your own personalized holiday cards, adding your photos and messages and adding special finishing touches like embossed foil and scalloped edges. So rather than giving an unoriginal gift this holiday, make it unregiftable with a custom gift from Vistaprint. Go to vistaprint.com slash blessed to get started on your unregiftable gifts. The holidays are coming up. It's time to start buying folks gifts. So don't miss your chance to get an unregiftable gift. Get yours today at vistaprint.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by the Cosmopolitan Creative Group. CCG is a full-service global design firm based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. They're experts at working with entrepreneurs to make their brand visibility connect with the emerging millennial market in the right way. Their mission is to create a cohesive visual brand that is able to connect with the boardroom as well as to your customers and communities. I personally worked with CCG recently on the podcast planner. I told you guys about it in the beginning of this episode. If you go to Anchor Media's YouTube and our social media, you'll see what the design looks like. Marche, who's the owner, was such a pleasure for me to work with. She designed the planner exactly the way that I wanted it done. I gave her the vision. I gave her the content and she made it beautiful. She even worked with my vendor who was producing the planner to make sure that all the size guidelines were met. They went back and forth for a while to just make sure that everything was perfect, not just in the design, but in the functionality and all the way to print. I recommend Marche to anyone who's looking to get a product design, anybody who's looking to get any logos, any creative work done, definitely go to Cosmopolitan Creative Group. They were a joy to work with, and I can't say enough good things about them. Go to cosmopolitancreativegroup.com slash consultations to book a free 15-minute call, tell them what your project or graphic design needs are, and let them know that I sent you. Again, that's cosmopolitancreativegroup.com slash consultations. I'll put the link in the show notes as well so it's easy for you guys to go to. And again, let them know that I sent you and that you heard about them from the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Let's get back to the show. One thing that we care about a lot is uh, user generated content and like shareable content. So we make sure that we facilitate user generated content, UGC, as much as possible. One of the ways we did that was with our retreat. Our retreat, we sent everybody these big yellow boxes. Y'all saw it on social media. We did a scavenger hunt with the retreat to where we picked two winners at the end and they each won a gift card for Amazon.com. The scavenger hunt was day one, post, uh, do an unboxing with your big yellow box. Day two, post a picture at your um, 
what was it? It was at your virtual photo shoot. And then we had day three and day four. So each part of each day of the retreat, they had uh, some type of assignment to do. And then they entered into win this gift card. We facilitated user generated content. So now we have this FOMO that we've created, this fear of missing out for those who didn't get this big yellow box. But we did that by creating that within our um, audience and creating and facilitating that user generated content. So now if you buy the planner, now we know that people really appreciate the thought that we put into sending them the custom boxes and things like that. So when you order the planner, the planner is going to be in a custom box as well. So our audience really likes that. Our audience with Anchor Media likes us to be thorough. And so because of that, we lean into that when it comes to the content, when it comes to anything that we create and that we put out. That knowledge all comes from data. And not even just data with the social media numbers and things like that, but data with your finances and your business. I had a meeting with my husband. I'm going to try not to give too much of what we're doing in the new year, but I had a meeting with him. We went over the finances of our business. So my husband is the company CFO. He's a CPA. He's gifted when it comes to financial analysis and things like that. He's he doesn't like doing taxes and doing taxes would honestly be a disservice to the gifts that he has. So um, he does it because that's a part of finances, but um, he's really, really great with uh, uh, analyzing financial statements and things like that. So we sat down and we looked at like the, the Q1 through up until like the end of November last week. And we compared it to that in uh, 2019. And so he was telling me based off of the numbers, the type of trends in my audience. And what was particularly interesting in looking at the financial trends was when we looked at Q1 through, let's say Q1, uh, no, let's say Q2, because that's kind of where COVID really picked up. When we looked at Q2 2020 versus Q1 2019, we saw a huge shift in our finances, right? We went from having high B to higher B2B income, which means business to business. So sponsorships, companies that uh, buy ad space, if they buy social media posts, any type of brand deals that I do with companies, that's not me selling to you as the audience business to consumer, that's B2B. So we noticed that the B2B dropped with COVID because businesses were impacted. They wasn't really in, uh, investing in advertising spend at that time because things were so uncertain. Like, you know, the pandemic shook everything up. But what we what we noticed though was our B2C, business to consumer, things that we offer you guys like the society, um, any products or services and stuff like that. We saw that go up. Uh, significantly. So I was like, wow, what that told me then was, was that when thing, if anything is going on in the world to where business are, businesses are impacted. So if there's a pandemic or something like that, that's going on in the world to where people's lives are impacted, people are more inclined to invest in their own development because they're losing trust in the greater world system. And so that's valuable information for me as a business owner, because now I know how to pivot whenever necessary, because of the way that my consumers have behaved. And I I learned that from data, from data, from the money. 
And even we looked at just deciding what we're bringing in, like what we're going to offer. Cause this year we tested a lot of different programs and things, especially in anchor media. And so even in making a decision of what is going to be taken into 2021, as far as our products and services go, our data told us that. So we were looking and we'd be like, okay, this is the sweet spot. So we're going to keep this, this, um, it, it did okay, but is it really worth the time and the effort that goes into that? really so let's not do that no more so the data tells us when where to spend our resources another thing that came up in analyzing the data was I spent a lot more money over the last few months on vendors and things than I did in the year before so this year I spent a lot of money so we have the planner that just came out so that's a lot of overhead costs I pay for the design my team is working on it time and money goes into marketing all of these different things uh, we have other things that we are working on like the app I told y'all about the app that we paid for that that's more money that's going out so a lot of money has gone out for us the retreat a lot of money goes out whether it's in person and we're paying for hotels and food and all of that or whether it's online and we're paying for softwares and all of the amazing things that you saw we spent a lot of money over the last few months and so what i realized is that when it comes to these high cost things that we do I need to make sure that I'm also filtering in some low cost things that we do. So digital products, for example, are low cost. I put the time into creating them, but once they start making money, like the investment financially, it wasn't a lot. And so I made a little formula for my business that for every high cost product or service that we put out, we need to have two low cost. So if we have one retreat, we need to make sure for every retreat that we have two um, ebooks. It's a good example. So for every retreat, we have two ebooks because now the cash that comes in, this is all profit that's coming in because it don't cost any money to put it out because we can sell it on softwares like we already have. So like ConvertKit, um, now they allow you to sell products. So I don't have to pay a whole nother system to sell an ebook. I can sell it right on ConvertKit. So that saves me money. But because those are low cost things, I now have a lot more cash that I can put into things like the retreat or put things into like a physical product. So now the data is letting me know how to better market, is letting me know how to be a better steward over the finances that the company has, and is letting me know how to create things that are going to not only stick with my consumers, but are also going to be financially successful for the company. So that was number two, collect and analyze data. Number three on creating a marketing plan that never misses is don't sell dreams, sell results. One more time. Don't sell dreams, sell results. Everybody can tell you what they're going to do or how passionate they are about what they do, but the easier you can make the consumer's decision to make a purchase with you, the better. So when you're selling something, if you have results, somebody should be able to look and say, I want the Tatum package. So if somebody listens to, let's say, the Therapy as a Christian podcast and they hear how amazing that show is, they love Rosalind, they've seen the success of it, that's a no-brainer for investing in Anchor Media because of what we were able to do for that show. If you look at all of the success stories 
on um, Anchor Media's website. We've launched multiple shows that have charted on Apple Podcasts. Like we have success story after success story, testimonial after testimonial. I don't do anything without gathering a testimonial. And if I can't get one, so let's say somebody wasn't happy with anything, that's still data. That's still that is still something that's valuable to me because now I know that I don't, I either need to adjust how I do that or I don't need to do it anymore because it's not effective for me and it's not effective for the consumer. This episode is brought to you by Issue. If you're creative, then you know, once we finish making content, it's time to format it, edit it, then reformat it for another platform, then edit that, then reformat it from somewhere else. You got to make it fit all of these different platforms. But with Issue, you make it once and it's ready to post everywhere. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines to sales collateral and more. And they make it so easy, y'all. You simply upload your PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content that you want. So with Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. And they even help you make those really cute animated Instagram stories. And you can start using Issue for free. They also offer premium features that give a more customizable experience. So get your hands on issue this season. You guys are creating a lot of content for the holiday time. We're gearing up for the new year and time is of the essence. So you want to make sure that when you're creating your content, when you're putting all this time and effort into being creative, that you're not wasting time on things like the reformatting when you can just allow someone like issue to take care of that. Get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code blessed. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code blessed at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code blessed. Let's get back to the show. But results is what sells, right? So whatever it is that you're selling, sell results. If you're an e-commerce business and you're selling, uh, let's say you're a boutique, sell reviews. Tell, like list out how people are talking about how good this fits, how confident they feel in your dress, how this hat fits. There was, there's a company that I wanted to buy a hat from. But the problem that I always have with hats is that I have a big head. Okay. And if I got a weave, baby is bigger. So I didn't know that if I purchased that hat, that if it was going to fit over my head and my weave. And so I didn't buy it because I wasn't sure. And I don't need another hat that don't fit. And so I was like, man, I wish this, this, um, business owner would have some reviews here. So maybe I can see what the pros and cons, maybe it's another big head person in the, <laughs> that left a review and said, oh, finally a hat that fits over my braids or over whatever. I, that would have made the decision easy for me to purchase, but I didn't purchase at all because I didn't know. So when you're selling things, sell results, have reviews and answer as many questions as possible. Have the FAQs on your website, anything that you can think of put it up there. If you want to give something to somebody for free to get their feedback, put it up there. When I was creating the planner, 
I sent it to a couple of podcasters that I work with first, but as I was creating it, I called them. I'm like, look, I'm trying to do a planner for podcasters. I don't want this to just be something where people could fill in dates and plan to do something, but never execute. Like I want this to be an effective tool. If, if you had a planner for your podcast, what would you want in it? And I let them just mouth off to me, whatever they want. I kept a, a document where I listed it all out. So when I went to create it, I pulled right from there. As I was creating, I send it over to them like, hey, this is what I've done. This is what it looks like. What do you think? And they were like, oh, I love this or this is good, but I wish it had that. So then I can now make this adjustment because I'm getting real time feedback from my audience and I'm going to send them free planners because they helped me out. But by me doing that, I'm able to sell results. I'm able to make sure that when I do sell this planner, that it's something that's actually useful. And I had, I wasn't shooting in the dark. I got real time feedback from those who I actually want to use it. And then when I send it to them, guess what? They're going to give me testimonials. And where are those testimonials going to go? I want to plan our website. I want to sell this planner to podcasters so that they can sell it on their shows and give them a cut of the money that they sell. So now I'm able to sponsor podcasts and help people who are just starting out and may not even have the money to have a sponsor on their show. They could sell my planner as an affiliate and get a cut from every sale that they have. So now I'm in... I'm doing that. And one is helpful for me because the more sales they make, the more sales I have It's helpful for them because they have another way to make money on their show. But it's also helpful for me because I could take that clip on their show of them talking about this planner and use that for my marketing. So now people are able to have more and more examples of people who have used this tool that I'm selling and make them that more confident in making that investment. People have a lot of ways to spend money right now. So you want to make their buying decisions to spend that with you that much better. A lot of times for me, the difference and Amazon kind of messed up the game for everybody. The difference can be as simple as shipping. So for me, I'm so used to getting stuff in two days. If something takes longer than that, I'm like, what's going on? It's been years. It's like, relax, sis. It's been three days. That's like normal. But it's not normal for me anymore because Amazon then trained me into thinking I can get stuff in two days. So something as simple as shipping, if that's what you're able to do, um, can be all the difference. So and having those testimonials for somebody to say, oh, I got this quick. You had that review on there. So now somebody's confident to know when they're buying last minute gifts. And this is a gem for any of you guys who are selling things for the holidays. If you're able to financially afford because implementing any of this stuff and you're cutting into your profit to the point where you're not even really making no money anyway, is counterproductive. You, If you have a million dollars in sales, but you only profited a dollar, you really just didn't make any money. So like why? But, um, but something I would suggest you guys do is if you can afford it, insert in some type of sh quick shipping option, because people are going to buy last minute gifts. I'm guilty of it. I'm asking people what they want for like Christmas and stuff. I probably ain't going to buy it till like a couple days before. And if it, I can't get it quick, I'm going to go on Amazon because I know Amazon going to get it to me when I need it. So, um, but stuff like that though, having that on your website, having people saying like, oh my gosh, I got this so fast. That's going to help sell it. All right. Number four, the more personal and specific you are in your marketing efforts, the better. 
And the way that you can do this when it comes to doing things online, any type of email marketing system that you use, make sure that you're using people's names in the email. That one little touch of personalization goes a long way. So use people's name in the emails. Segment your email list as much as possible. I have a list of people who, because I'm always offering things, I have such a segmented email list to where I know if I want to sell something specific, I know exactly who to talk to. Or if I'm, whatever it is I'm selling, I know how to talk to someone. So I can, let to give you an example, um, I did a training on podcasting at some point. And um, let's say the back to basics webinar that I did most recently. So it's top of mind. I know who signed up for that webinar. I know who signed up and attended. I know who signed up and didn't attend. So I can talk to the people who signed up and didn't attend and say, hey, Susan, I saw that you signed up a while ago for our back to basics webinar. Are you still interested in podcasting? I'm just asking them a question. I'm not going straight for the sale right then and there. Um, I'm connect like they remember like, oh, I did sign up for that. So it's a level of familiarity there. It's not they're not just in a general email blast. So they can respond back to me and say, hey, yeah, I am. But I'm just a little overwhelmed with the thought of how to start a podcast. I can respond and say, oh, you know what, Susan, I totally get it. I mean, I remember when I first was thinking about podcasting, I had no idea where to start. I was so overwhelmed and it's so much that I'm, and I can just talk to her, connect with her and then say, that's why I created this planner because this planner is going to allow you to plan strategically and tell you exactly what it is that you need to do. But I'm having a conversation with Susan in a very personalized manner. A lot of this can be automated, but sometimes some of it might be, um, a little bit more one-on-one. Something that I do is I email people personally sometimes. That's a benefit for me of doing things in small groups when I have services is I like to... I I like to talk to people. I'm an introvert, but I really, really care about what it is that I do. And so I'll email people personally say, hey, look, like for example, with our accelerator, I sent out an email recently like, hey, we went through a lot over the, the those five weeks, I gave you a lot of information. I know it could be overwhelming. Like, is there anything that you're getting stuck in as you're implementing it? And so I'm not trying to sell them anything, but I'm just further communicating to them to get the know, get to know them better. That builds up that rapport. Um, that gives me data and feedback because it, because it gives me helpful things that I can implement if we decide to do it again. So again, the more personal and specific, the better. All right, let's recap really quick before we go to the last point. First, keywords are king. Number two, collect and analyze data. Number three, don't sell dreams, sell results. Number four, the more personal and specific, the better. Now, the last one for this episode is going to be a two-parter because it's getting a little long. Videos still reign supreme. So you have to have video. You have to have video, you guys. So no matter what you're doing, even if you're doing a podcast, you need to have video. I'm going live right now as I'm recording um, the podcast. This is video content. Now my marketing manager will be able to take this, chop it up. She could use it as a YouTube video. She could use it as different social media posts. She could post it to our page. I'm going to post this to IGTV. Um, if you follow Blessed and Bossed Up on Instagram, you'll see we started having like the little video 
video frames and then that's telling you to subscribe to the episode and then you see me recording. One thing that we realized with um, podcasting specifically is that those audiograms weren't working anymore because everybody's doing them and people don't want to see them little lines bouncing around on a screen, the audio waves, like they want to see you. And so I've had to suck it up and come into the office and put the camera on and record because that's what's converting better. YouTube does very well. And what we've realized from our content that we've been putting out is people love vlogs. And I think that's where the personal part comes in too. It's great for me as a content creator because doing a vlog is way easier to doing the other type of videos. But um, people love video. They want to see you. I've gotten so many comments since doing more video about oh my God, it's so great to put a face to the voice. Like, oh, I love this video. It just adds so much um, to whatever it is that, you do, that you're doing when you have video. Going back to e-commerce, when I buy clothes, I love, one of the things that makes me buy things is if there's a video of someone wearing whatever it is I'm thinking about buying. So if it's a dress and there's like a model that has it on and she kind of walks a little bit, does a little twirl, I could see how it moves. I could get an idea of like the fit. I can see how long it is. I'm tall. So when it comes to like dresses and stuff, I need to see how long it is because something could be a midi dress on somebody else and a mini dress on me because I have long legs. So I need to see all of that stuff. I could you know, so those dare details, added details that you see when there's video there. So make sure that you have video when it comes to your marketing. People also don't read. Folks just don't be reading. Don't be, they don't be trying to do that. They like video. So make sure that with your marketing, you're incorporating as much video as possible. So I'm going to stop there. We'll pick this up next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'll talk to you next week.